0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Tuesday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your spirit
0: who cause the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose. Grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever.
1: Amen.
2: A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. To turn, brothers, to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and how we shall all be gathered round him, please do not get excited too soon or alarmed by any prediction or rumour or any letter claiming to come from us, implying that the day of the Lord has already arrived. Never let anyone deceive you in this way. Through the good news that we brought, God called you to this so that you should share the glory of your Lord Jesus Christ. Stand firm then, brothers, and keep the traditions that we taught you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has given us his love and through his grace, such inexhaustible comfort and such sure hope, comfort you and strengthen you in everything good that you do or say. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord comes to judge the earth. The Lord comes to judge the earth. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in his place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. The Lord comes to judge the earth. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it under praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy. At the presence of the Lord where he comes, he comes to rule the earth. The Lord comes to judge the earth. With justice he will rule the world, he will judge the peoples with this truth. The Lord comes to judge the earth. Alleluia, Alleluia. 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 The word of God is living and active. It probes the thoughts and motives of our heart. Alleluia. Alleluia.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus said, Alas for you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You who pay your tithe of mint and dill and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law justice, mercy, good faith. These you should have practiced without neglecting the others you blind guides, straining out gnats and swallowing camels. Alas for you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you who clean the outside of cup and dish and leave the inside full of extortion and intemperance. Blind Pharisee, clean the inside of the cup and the dish first so that the outside may become clean as well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, there's no other way to put it. The Lord's on a bit of a warpath. He's got some scribes and Pharisees in his gun sights and he's firing at will. And it's, you know, kind of fun to see um, if you don't think Jesus is taking potshots at you. Um, but I, I think we need to be very careful in pointing the finger at scribes and Pharisees. Because they're the professional religious. You see, I think we can be tempted to look at scribes and Pharisees um, from the evidence in the Gospels and and sort of conclude, well, they're the bad guys. But that's not what would have been thought in Jesus' time. That's, That's only because of the critiques that Jesus makes of them in the Gospels that we come to that conclusion about them. Being the professional religious, you know, they they carried a certain degree of respect and admiration. They were the ones who were assiduous in their adherence to the law. They were to be lauded for their efforts, surely. So isn't it funny that Jesus saves his most stinging critiques for the religious, for the ones who, you know, are presumably, at least, you know, trying to walk the same path that Jesus is, one of, of faithfulness to God's law. But, you know, Jesus points out to them the ways that religion becomes dangerous, the traps that religious people can fall into. And, you know, in thinking that they walk the path towards God, in fact, they're going in the opposite direction. I mean, have you ever noticed that Jesus is so much more merciful with, like, the big-time sinners, the public sinners, than he is with scribes and Pharisees? it's because the sins of scribes and Pharisees is dressed up as virtue. Okay. Still think Jesus is just talking to scribes and Pharisees? He may well be talking to us. That The pot shots he saves are for you and for me. Because, you know, as once... I mean, presumably, you're listening to this podcast because, you know, you're trying to live a religious life, trying to live faithfully. I mean, so am I, right? Um. But here are the ways in which it can go wrong. Here are the ways in which we can kid ourselves. Here are the ways in which we can become scribes and Pharisees. So be prepared to get a little bit uncomfortable because it might just be me that Jesus is talking to. So Jesus addresses these scribes and Pharisees, calls them hypocrites. They pay their tithe tithe on mint and dill and cumin, but have neglected the weightier matters of the law. All right, what's the problem? Well, a tithe, of course, is the payment that is made of, you know, a tenth of one's possessions and, you know, payment made for God's purposes. Tithe, good thing to do, commanded by the law. And, you know, mint, dill, cumin, they're herbs and spices, right? Like, they're the things that you don't have very much of, but, you know, are quite precious. So you can imagine having these small amounts and then kind of, exactly pointing to 10% and you kind of like carve that little bit off and it's, look at how careful I am in the way in which I abide by God's law. Look at the detail and the intricacy that I take in remaining faithful. Surely someone who pays tithes on mint and dill and cumin is really holy and close to God. Nah, you've neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, good faith. So what about us as Catholics? Well, we've got our versions of paying tithes on mint and dill and cumin. You know, we can be very particular about maintaining the Eucharistic fast before going to Mass. We could be very particular about our Friday penance. We can be very exact about the way in which we... Genuflect and make the sign of the cross and perform all the proper rituals during Mass. But then we can be impossible to live with at home. We could be someone who refuses to forgive and constantly remembers a grudge. We could be the kind of person who acts really quite selfishly and really doesn't have a care for the poor. Maybe I've turned into someone who's given, you know, complete reign over to anger and just say the most terrible things to my spouse. Just because I've had a bad day and you should too. How easy it is to be the kind of person who looks down on others from a position of pride. Maybe the people you consider to be your political opponents. Those who you feel stand in opposition to you in the world. The ones that we quietly scorn. But don't worry, you're part of the parish plan-giving program, so everything's fine. Blind guides, Jesus calls them, straining out gnats and swallowing camels. So you can, you know, just imagine you've got a drink and you're you're flicking out these tiny little bugs that, that really are quite insignificant, but then not seeing the camel that's in your drink. Jesus certainly knows how to paint a picture. But how we miss the big stuff by focusing on the little stuff, how we think that the little stuff really justifies us, when in actual fact, the weightier matters of the law, we've just been distracted from them. And these we should have done without neglecting the little stuff. Jesus then goes on to the next bit. Alas for you scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you who clean the outside of cup and dish and leave the inside full of extortion and intemperance. Now, if you stop and think about it, um, a cup and a dish, like the reason why they're useful is because they're curved inwards, that they are able to contain things on the inside, Um, that they're a a, a receptacle. It's a bowl, right? And it's exactly useful because it contains things on the inside. And if, if that's what's unclean, it completely defeats the purpose of having a cup or a dish. So cleaning the outside, that's entirely just for show. But in the meantime, you've rendered your own cup and your own dish pretty pointless because you poison what you're hoping to preserve, what you're hoping to contain in the cup, in the dish. So what about us then? Well, our own hearts need to be the place of purity. If the interior is clean, then the outside is clean too. You see, here's the problem. It's the disconnect between the interior and the exterior. If the exterior is clean, but the interior is not, it's because you've gone and sanitized the outside and left the inside completely untreated. But if we cleanse the interior with justice and temperance, as Jesus suggests then you don't need to worry about the outside because what is interior shines forth to the outside. If your interior is clean, you don't have to worry about what things look like on the outside. It's clear. It's evident. And this is exactly the problem of hypocrisy. You see, we all suffer from weaknesses and we all betray our own ideals. But a hypocrite is someone who rests content in betraying one's own ideals. You put on airs and graces on the outside in order to conceal the truth on the inside. That's hypocrisy. We all fall. We all struggle. We all fall short. But have we given up? Have we consigned ourselves to the interior impurity and and just given up in trying to clean? That makes us blind. You see, we're all sinners. But not all sinners are hypocrites. Jesus freely acknowledges that the interior of the cup or the dish needs cleaning. But if all you ever do is clean the outside, there's the problem. Today's gospel, and tomorrow's, are going to leave us a little bit squirmy. But... The reason why is because Jesus is pointing out the dangers in this game of religion. Because we can be blind. And it's a great mercy for Jesus to open our eyes and to help us see when our own self-righteousness is masking our journey away from God. At the Saviour's command Health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will,